0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
2: What's up, everyone? I'm Tori.
3: And I'm Anissa.
2: And this is MTV's official Challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the Challenge Double Agents.
3: Remember, there are spoilers ahead, so before we begin, make sure you're up to date on the latest challenge episodes.
2: And on this episode, we're going to talk about TJ's security breach, that insane elimination, and the terrifying daily challenge that's ahead.
3: Oh, And we're also going to talk to four-time challenger and our friend Josh Martinez later in the episode, so stick around for that.
2: I'm so excited I love Josh and I cannot wait to get into this episode so shall we get started Anissa
3: yes my love
2: Welcome to Safe House, everyone's favorite beginning of the episode, <laughs> especially Anisa's. Anissa, should you go first or should I go first? Come on.
3: I mean, that episode was something else, and it started so abruptly, like right into the elimination. Yeah. That it's going to be hard, but I think I can manage it.
2: Okay, you got this one
3: first? I guess. Okay, ready enough <laughs> to catch you in. Three, right. two, one, go! Okay, Devin and Gabby get voted in. Oh, shit, security breach. What does this mean for anybody? Oh, guess what? Four teams are going in. CT lets Devin pick who he wants. He picks Darrell, and then Josh gets to... Well, Josh and CT get to go against each other. Then, guess who wins? Darrell. Well, Devin, guess you're not the puzzle master. And CT beats Josh. So now, what? They can switch partners. And what does CT do? Blows up. Makes Big T feel like shit about herself. Steals camp. Kyle's upset. Kyle gets nanny. Um... Big T's with with uh, Nam and Gabby's quicker, with quicker. somebody else. There's a lot of shit going on. Okay, there's a oh, lot of you're shit dead, You're dead, you're dead, you're uh, done. That's just the elimination. <laughs> All right, it's okay. I got this one. You're going to hate me for this, but
2: I got it. You ready?
3: No. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Okay, go.
2: Okay, 36 seconds, so I'ma say this TJ pulled up with an itty-bitty twist One team in the crater Psych, what about this? Josh gotta go in, gotta handle his biz But Darrell pulled it off He solved the tangerine CT beat Jost in a new team But then he picked Cam and he did it kind of mean And now Big T in her feelings Cause he really made a scene Emotions running deep, high People about to crack But poor Nam gotta go because he had a bad back Decompressed in the spring because they tired of the fights But now they really gonna be tired Because they staying up all night Ah!
3: I wrote oh, that was amazing! <laughs> I wrote it on my phone. That's amazing. Did you just do that? Yeah, I just did it. That's really good. I think I should write a haiku for the next one. <laughs> Maybe a lyric. Oh, a lyric. Well, you know, I think oh, we're just fun. gonna leave the 36 seconds up to Tori. She clearly is a showboater this day, and uh. <laughs> You know, mine was mine was shit. Mine was she just took a dump all over my thirty six seconds. So thank you, Tori.
2: I had to be I had to be in the challenge somehow. My my bitch ass got eliminated by you weeks ago, so I gotta somehow feel like
3: I'm a part of the show. I mean, that was really great. That was really great. I mean, thank I feel you. like that was my play of the day. But
1: <laughs> I love you. So but
3: much. we could really get into it.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it now. What do you think the play of the day was?
3: I mean. I don't, it just started so bizarrely yeah. that it's, you know, we're used to like a little bit of story, then a challenge and elimination. Now we're doing elimination, lots of drama. And then mm-hmm. back to a challenge that now we're left on another cliffhanger. So yeah. Um, I want to say the play of the day. I mean, CT definitely solved that puzzle in three seconds. Mm-hmm. So way to go solving that tangerine, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout out to Darrell. Um, <laughs> <gasps> tangrams or Tanagrams have never been called tangerines, but, you know, <laughs> tomato, tomato. So.
2: ah, oh, it was a good soundbite. It was worthy. It was worthy of uh, just reliving that moment. But you yeah. know what? He, I got to give the play the day to him because, you know, Devin was like, I'm going to kick Darrell in a puzzle butt. I mean, in a butt puzzle. Okay, I don't know what I'm saying. He said he was going to beat him, and then Darrell went down there and whoops him ass. Like, the OG has yeah. really pulled it out. So let's just give it to some OGs this time. Oh,
3: geez. The dirtiest deed definitely goes to CT, though. Oh, yeah. He went off. You weren't even there. Tell me. Tell me. I mean, I'm sorry. That was rude. No. If you would have been there. You would have been just. I mean, he screamed. Oh, wow. And we were just like. All I could think about, like, there's a way in which you're like, hey, Big T, thanks for riding out with me. Um, mm-hmm. We could talk about it more in depth back at the house, but I'm trying to get with Cam because everybody wanted Cam. Cam yeah. was a hot commodity, and she's really good at the game, and she's a uh, uh, forced to be reckoned with verbally yeah. and mentally. So why not pick her? I don't blame him for picking her. I think he could have gone about it a different way.
2: Of course, yeah. So definitely, dirtiest deed goes to CT. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, let's dive into it later in the episode because it really explodes in the house.
3: Yeah, it gets really bad. So, Tori, let's get into this episode. We start with this security breach We've never had security breaches before, um, except for earlier in the season. And we got Ashley back. But this was insane. And not only was it just about the first team voted in, it was the team that got the second highest amount of votes. I mean, imagine if that were you. Oh, my
2: God. It was like you just barely dodged a bullet because Terrell sided with you. And then now it doesn't matter.
3: All of that for nothing. You're still Mm -hmm. going down. Yeah, we got four teams competing. How are we going to do this? And they get to choose who they want to go against, which I personally like because it gives you a little bit more control in a game where you clearly have no control at all.
2: Yeah, I can't even imagine being there. I mean, especially – I mean, let's talk about the Devin Durrell round first. Okay, Devin's like – Well, CT is like, Devin, who do you want? Which is, like, pretty much any challenger's dream. Because if you're Mm -hmm. already down there, then you're like, you're coming with me, you know? Right. So he pulls Darrell down. But I really do think Devin slept on Darrell's abilities because, Mm -hmm. like, he's so strong in so many areas.
3: Well, Darrell's not the guy that you want to run against in the final. He will outlast you on any run. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know he was good at puzzles. Just like I didn't know he was good at swimming, and he's fabulous at that, too. Mm -hmm. But... I think they thought, oh, yeah, he's also kind of afraid of heights. Well, he is afraid of heights. Let's not let's not skate around that, Darrell. Yeah. But, you know, him being up there and then him having to solve a puzzle, I just think, yeah, people did sleep on him. Took a whole tiger snooze yeah. on him. And yeah. he went in there and he showed them why he deserves to be there. And then Josh goes against CT and it's like nobody was going to beat CT in the puzzle. It doesn't matter if they both got their pieces at the same time. Right. It just it just wasn't great for Josh. And the minute CT got down, the weight was off. So Josh was just like, like a big baby swimming back and forth. Swimming. Swinging back and forth. <laughs> but the best part about it was that, you know, Devin and Josh hated each other. Mm-hmm. And now we got to watch them prance off into the night. Yes. Under the pale moonlight together. Oh. and believe it or not, then spent some time going to bars in Iceland. Yeah. And that's and, and that's- had to stay in the same room. Yeah,
2: and they ended up it was what TJ said was absolutely savage because he was like, "I hope you can
0: get to know each other on the plane." And they were just like,
2: "No." <laughs> Why didn't have do- to be us? <laughs> yeah. But they're friends now. Like, I was just in Mexico with those fuckers. They I are know. friends. They are friends, which is, it's great. Like, honestly, the game is so hard. Of course you make enemies while you're there, but when you come home and you both suffer a similar loss, you're like, "Damn, man." That sucked. And you have something right. to relate over now. Now you have a, this commonality that you can discuss. So,
3: But also you just have the show experience, period. Like, we're the only people that are ever going to be able to experience this and know what it's like
2: yeah.
0: to be
3: in a pressure cooker.
0: Oh, yeah. And not man.
3: trust anybody. Oh, and no. start going nutty. Yeah. Speaking the, of going nutty, yeah. CT's outrageous speech. I mean, he was like, Cam, I want Cam. Suck my whole entire dick. I want Cam. I'm like, he was like, fuck you and fuck you. And I'm like... Where is all of this passion coming from?
2: <laughs> it was
3: built in. it was, it was in. intense.
2: It was building up. You you don't have an explosion like that unless you're suppressing a lot. And yeah. he must have been suppressing a lot. He must have had no outlet for a long time. And now that he finally has this win, he didn't think that he was going to go into elimination in the first place.
3: So he Yeah, and I think people, people were going to block him out. People yeah. were going to block him out. I mean, look at him and how many times he's won before. Yeah. He's not somebody you want to go into a final with anyway.
2: Yeah, so then he picks Cam. We have that new team. We have a lot of new teams this time. We have Mm -hmm. Cam and CT. We have Darrell. Well, Darrell and Amber stay together, which is really cool. But then we see Cam. Kyle take Nani again, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. I loved when he ran up to her and he was like,
3: oh, the ride home was crazy. I'll tell you about it when we get home. Like, like I know it was great. Like, <laughs> you missed out on so much. Let me tell you. <laughs> like, he's it so was great. I love Kyle. So it was it was he was so entertaining.
2: Oh, so entertaining. And then we have Nam and Big T, which is a really interesting matchup, obviously, until we figure out what happens to Nam, which is so unfortunate. But I was really excited to see what they were going to do, because Big T does have a lot of strengths, especially when you Mm -hmm. believe in her, and you give her the ability to prove herself. She does step up to the plate. She rises to the occasion. And Nam just needed to work with somebody who he could actually get along with. So I thought it would have been a really cool, interesting dynamic.
3: Yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing how that played out. But you know who I really feel bad for is Gabby because now she's with the Corey Curse. Uh, Hopefully she can live another day. Um, Right. Because they both need skulls. So I think it's smart when choosing a partner that you pick somebody who has, if you have skulls, you want to stay with a skull. I think that's also why CT chose Cam because Mm -hmm. Big T doesn't have a skull yet. So now CT has a skull and Cam has a skull, you think it would be, you know, there'd be less of a chance that your team goes in.
2: Right. So. you think so. But let's talk about what happened when we got back to the house. Because, OK, first of all, not we. I'm not there. I
3: feel like I'm there, but I'm not there.
2: But CT starts with, and you guys go out to this uh, hot spring. How was the hot spring? Let's talk about that.
3: The hot spring was good. I clearly was carrying Nani around like a baby. Because uh, mm-hmm. I am the mom when I go on. Even though mm-hmm. I have not bared any children yet. Um, Mama Nisa was in full effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was like Gabby and I were drinking we had so much I do adore Gabby I do love her I don't get to talk Mm -hmm. about her enough but she is so funny really enjoy her Um, Mm -hmm. yeah but it was nice the hot springs was fun and it was Mm -hmm. nice to get out of the house I mean during this time you don't have a lot of uh, freedom to do much Mm -hmm. so it was nice yeah but then it all came crashing down when CT thought you know what I should do make a fire and make s'mores that he did not make
2: yeah, so where where were those?
3: Well, I think that that's probably why the fight got a little more intense. Had you had a marshmallow, some chocolate and graham crackers, that could have gone differently. Totally. And, and Kyle got his first s'more, and he fell in love with it. And I feel like Big T would have had Probably a better convo with a smile. Wow. Well, not only that. Can we just talk about
2: CT's bad conversational skills? I just think <laughs> he doesn't know how to listen. Like, he was just like, he sat her down to say sorry and explain to her why she wasn't allowed to have feelings about it. And then when she was, like, expressing herself, he decided to get mad at her for then expressing herself. And it's like, wait a minute. This wasn't an apology. And she read that from the jump. She was like, this wasn't a conversation you wanted to sit me down to sway me no i mean like i gotta stand with big t on this one because i think that ct like he did not go about any of this the right way
3: yeah he should have just been like listen i'm sorry i know i said something in the heat of the moment um that was probably pent up and i could have i could have delivered that better i could have talked to you before and i'm sorry if i hurt your feelings And I promise to be a better friend from now on. And that would have been fine. I think that she would have been like, it may take me a little bit to get over it, but thank you Mm -hmm. for at least trying to be decent. And what I really think is going on is that CT has gotten the role of the bad guy, whether he is or not. And I think years and years of, of people assuming that there is no good in there kind of Mm -hmm. puts him on the defense You know, like, oh, well, I have to be in charge of this conversation because I don't want people to think I'm a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, No. And he's grown so much. I just think that he could have handled the situation better. And I think that getting, you know, going on the defense helps him or the offense, whichever Mm -hmm. way you want to put it, um, helps him to have control over the situation. So just trying to play devil's advocate here. But
2: yeah, definitely. And I feel that, too. I'm so with you on that. I think, like. Like I said, I don't disagree with CT did. I think it's just the way he did it. And like, Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, the two of them will be able to talk and over time it will help kind of calm all that down because uh, Big T said she was a grudge holder and that's a little
3: scary. I don't (laughs) like that. Remember, Big T, we are friends. (laughs) You and I are friends. (laughs) Yeah. But speaking of Big T, her partner, Nom, I got to tell you something. Okay. So when we did the uh, helicopter one with the rope, where I slid down like it was a fire pole or yeah. stripper pole, love, love yeah, it. Yeah, I was. A, yeah, it's fine. I did what I could. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. After Nam's turn, he was violently ill. I really? mean, puking his guts up.
2: Really. And
3: we didn't know what was going on. He was like, and he almost threw up while we were spinning on the ropes.
2: Oh. So I know,
3: like you know, after like a really crazy workout, or if you're in so much pain, it makes you like physically ill. So I just couldn't imagine the pain that he was going through. But I noticed right when it happened. So I was like, are you okay?" And he'd like fight it off and be like, I'm fine. And I'm like, I won't tell anybody that you're hurt. But like, you got to you got to get you got to do something about it. Like, what can I get you? Do you need a foot rub? Do you need a hug? Do you need a kiss on the lips? What do you what do you need for that back? You know, perhaps if we injure you in another location, the back, one. Like, don't worry. I'll do all of the work. <laughs> oh, man. I'll get he you is... an Icelandic back brace. <laughs> I can't with you. Um, oh, my and gosh. then they tell us, like, right before we start this horrible night challenge, Nam, you got to go. And he just bawled. He was like, I was so happy to be here. Like, this oh. was such a big opportunity. So I hope we see him in the future. Nam, yeah. if you're listening to this, if you ever listen to it, Mm -hmm. I love you. I think the world of you. I think that um, you are such a gentleman. And I know you'll be back stronger, stronger than ever. I really hope he comes back. I would love to see him on another challenge.
2: But then TJ reminds everybody that tonight is Survive the Night. What
3: the hell? This looks like it's from the movie Saw, right? That's what I thought. Listen, the music, that and you got Fessy. But like, it's one thing. OK, it's one thing to be trapped in a cell with this man, but it's another thing to be handcuffed that close to Fessy mm-hmm. in a cold mm-hmm. cage. It's not even like some hot shit where we're like in a bed. It, it's a cold cage for Fessy and I. And okay. I'm so close to him. And I'm like, there, I can't get away from you. And the only yeah. way we can get out of here is if we follow all of these rules that TJ is going to give us. There's no time limit, Tori. We literally have to wait for TJ to be like, stop and switch and whatever. I can't give too much away because I was already there, but it oh, is freezing. God. It's it's a smelly old warehouse. Like yeah, the lights, the, the lights, strobe lights too. What? I felt like they wanted us to seize in there. I mean, sensory overload. <laughs> <laughs> I really got nervous about that. I'm like, this can't be all night. We can't do this all night. Mm-mm. But you guys got to watch it. It is one crazy mission that i would not wish on my worst enemy
2: okay maybe my
3: worst enemy but it was pretty damn bad
2: oh god i can't wait i'm i love these cliffhangers and i hate them it's like this thing that keeps me in and it pushes me out at the same time it's toxic relationship the challenge
3: stop with the cliffhangers (laughs) it's like cliffhanger on top of cliffhanger i'm like we want it all jesus all of that
2: hurting me I wish that
3: they were just on Netflix so I could just binge every episode I know right (laughs) Netflix I hope you hear this uh we need all of the episodes ever thank you
2: all right well listen we're gonna talk to somebody later this episode actually in like five seconds
3: we're gonna interview one of my favorite contestants on the challenge Josh Martinez Anissa are you excited yes the human wrecking ball the Cuban wrecking ball I meant he (laughs) is such a little love bug um him and I have definitely grown over our challenge experience together. We went from wanting to strangle each other to wanting to hug each other tightly. Yeah. So I cannot wait to hear Josh's perspective on the challenge, especially
0: this episode. Yeah. L-A-S-S-S-I-K. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
4: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish.
2: All right, everybody, we are back right now, and I am so excited to have Josh Martinez on as a guest. I have loved Josh since the very first season I met him on War of the Worlds 2. He has a heart of freaking gold, and I think he's probably one of the most misunderstood challengers of all time. So, Josh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Josh. What's up,
5: homies? I fucking love that intro, Tor. That hyped me up. Yes, that, dude. That's love right there. It's facts, literally. <laughs> well,
3: she also left no space for me to do anything. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Josh Martinez, the Cuban Wrecking Ball, my buddy who has said some of the craziest things to me, and it always ends up in a hug.
5: Oh, welcome. Yeah, good, good times.
3: Welcome. God, Josh. It's so great to have you on this episode. And honestly, I do think you are
2: probably the most misunderstood person on the challenge. I always, cause I praise you all the time on social media. Like I love Josh. Like I barely go on Twitter, but when I do, I'm probably saying I love Josh and leave him yeah. alone because like yeah. people are assholes. Um, yeah. but I want to get into that a little bit later because I want people to get to know you more so they can understand yeah. why we love you so, so much. So that's why I think it's so great that we're going to have you on this interview.
5: Hell yeah, I'm excited for sure. And I'm glad it's with you, too, because we already have such a good friendship and I fucking love both of you. So, yeah, let's get yay, into it.
3: Yay. Thanks. <laughs> he was talking to me. Thank you.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so let's let's dive into the episode, because I think this uh, this is a crazy episode. I was talking to Tori about it because it it just starts with the elimination. Mm-hmm. So we just had a cliffhanger now we're going into the elimination there's a security breach what were you thinking
5: um the minute he's um, like
3: security breach
5: yeah i just watched it and i think i just got ptsd all over again of just <laughs> a rush of anxiety um i was completely blindsided i mean nobody was expecting it um completely thrown off of my game i didn't even go dressed for the elimination i was like i'm not going in i know i have i you know in the house i mean Anissa, you were there you We knew we had the boats that I was safe, Mm -hmm. but in my head, I'm like, I'm good. Even when Lolo left, we kind of knew she was gone. So it's like, okay, that, I guess we're just going to figure it out as we go. Never in my mind did I think it was going to be a double elimination. So as soon as TJ said my name, I completely blacked out. Like I've never had that experience happen to me ever in my life. I blacked out. I couldn't hear anything. It's like people were talking to me, nothing. I wasn't processing shit. I was just in complete shock. It was crazy. Um totally. so I don't even remember doing the elimination. It's just fucking wild like um but yeah, it was tough and then going up against CT, which the guy's record speaks for itself. You never want to face off somebody that's that good at everything right. in elimination um I wasn't scared but still wasn't like my ideal situation you know right well especially with so, the puzzle you,
2: I mean yeah yeah Josh did you know that he was going around the house saying that he wanted to go against you was that like yeah. news to you yeah.
5: I did know um a lot of people let me know that he was campaigning hard that him and Devin really wanted me in um Anissa let me know Leroy let me know a lot of people that's what I had good friendships with a lot of people in the game that were looking after me. And so was I. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just them giving me, even that moment where me and Anissa in the last episode had that moment where I like cried to him. It just felt good because I felt like I had friends that fucked with me that had my back, you know? Yeah. Um, so I knew no matter what, I knew that he was campaigning hard, but I didn't think that he was going to get that. And I think this twist just like the challenge gods were on his side and it just so happened to work out for him. But I just, I really felt like I was going to be good for it. A while just because of the numbers I had in the game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Really. I I believe that. Like they were trying real hard to get Josh, and I'm like, yeah. So um, we kind of been working together this whole time. Like yeah. i not just gonna go against him now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, but I think this is what viewers really want to know because you had beef with Devin clearly. Yeah. Um, and had beef even going into elimination. How was the flight home with Devin?
5: it's so i think that you know at first i was like my initial reaction was like fuck i'm gonna be stuck with this guy the next few days because we know we stay for a few days do the interviews and i think it was the best thing that happened for so many reasons but like Mm -hmm. i feel like in that game it's set up to have enemies it's set up to you know just played out to where we on we were on two different sides i knew nothing about Devin going into the show and -hmm. when we got eliminated they threw us in the same fucking hotel apartment i was downstairs and he had the whole top floor and i walk in i was like yo this has to be a joke right like i literally go to security i'm like they're fucking with me at this point the production has to be messing with me but we literally just chopped it up drank a few beers that'll do it and i got to see a side (laughs) of devin that i think a lot of people on the show don't and he he he, he has his character he plays his role he does his thing he talks his shit but devin's actually a really fucking cool guy and yeah um, I'm glad that I got to know him off of the show and, and kind of kick it with him because he's a cool dude. And it, it just sucks that in that game, especially me, I kind of stick to my people, rock with them, and then everybody else, it's like, all right, let's go to war. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just like, just you know, getting to know him off the show, he's a really cool dude. So I'm glad that we kind of got eliminated. Being eliminated by yourself sucks, you know, leaving yes. with Anisa season was great. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, it we did have drive. fun. Hello, Prague. Hello, (laughs) Prague. Thank you for the for the random
3: miscellaneous blackout nights. Thank
5: you. Yeah, getting eliminated with him was was it made made it a lot easier to just have somebody we could just talk shit and kind of go through our misery together.
2: Totally, (laughs) Devin's a hundred percent one of those people that like you have this love hate relationship with until you're off camera, and then you're you have a moment to like meet him, and then you're like, oh shit, there's something good in there. Like, I know you guys are friends now and I like love seeing the relationship bloom. And, you know, I'm curious personally because obviously you work with Big Brother, like that's your people. But like you said, you have so many other friends that you have their back. And you do have other alliances that maybe just aren't as amplified on screen so i am wondering now that you're friends with Devin, would you ever create an alliance outside of big brother aka with Devin? i don't
5: see that's hard i don't know i don't listen in the future seasons we don't know what's gonna happen right but i think that i'll ever align and work with him i can't say no but he does know that i'm very loyal to my people and he doesn't really fuck with some of my people so that's the hard thing you know yeah i mean we're going into this reunion we're gonna see how that plays out but I think that he respects that, like, you know, he knows not to talk about – like, if it were about you, like, I wouldn't allow anybody to do that. So he, I, I'm glad that he respects that and he knows that those are my good friends. Yeah. They just have to figure that out. But, yeah, I don't see myself, like – I don't know. It's it, That's tricky. Because in yeah. the game, it's a whole different yep. ballgame, right? So I, I just I, – I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's a tough question.
3: Well, if you – I mean, yes, there was a great big brother alliance this season we could see, but – do you think you'd be always paired with, like, there could be some big brother people you don't like at all oh. that may walk into this game and you'll never work with?
5: Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's happened. It's happened in the past with me, like, with people I don't want to mention. But, yeah, just because we're <laughs> big brother, it doesn't mean that we instantly are going to work with. I think some of my biggest blow-ups have been with some big brother people because we just don't get along. Ah, true. But I think, that, I think the people that are, in, like, Casey and Fessy, they're my really good friends outside of the show Mm -hmm. and we just have a good friendship. And it just so happens to be that we come from big, you know, so I think that's what makes us such a strong alliance, a strong team, I guess, is that we just have a really good friendship. But yeah, no, I think, people that come from Big Brother in the future, it's not going to be like that because we don't have that bond and we don't have that relationship or that history. Like right. With you two, like, we have such a good friendship, nobody's going to come from Big Brother and think, oh, I'm going to not protect them because you're from there and go against y'all. No, that's not going to happen. Right. And so it's kind of like... Yeah. It's all within the friendship. It really has nothing to do with if we're from Big Brother or not.
2: Totally, dude. I feel that. And, yeah. like, the, the way this whole season ended, for you at least, was just so crazy and obviously heartbreaking. So... Obviously, I don't want to go into it too much more because, you know, I'll start crying over here. When I was watching it, I was like, fuck, man. Josh finally won his first elimination like he was killing it. He had all the numbers on his side and the stupid blind side had to come out of nowhere. And then CT took you out, which is it's good to go down to a legend for sure. But at the same time, it never feels good to go home. But my question is next about how you felt about CT's choice. Were you there when he picked Cam and like screamed? they were gone i think by
5: then um yeah we were gone but i just watched that and i'm like how do you i mean everybody should have known that was gonna happen tt was saying it the whole time oh was he he was saying it the whole time so for everybody to be shocked it's like listen this guy's gonna do he's great at the game because he has no fucking loyalty to nothing but the money and he's willing to do whatever he wants he'll cross anyone to get there and I not I would never play that I don't have it in my heart to play that way. I just can't. But like you gotta respect it and you can't be mad at it. And yeah, you know, he wanted Cam from the very beginning after he denied her, which was a shock to me. But yeah. You know, you gotta expect it. Kyle's reaction was funny as hell, him being pissed. I'm like, dude.
3: I don't think it's a matter that that we knew C T was gonna switch. It was how he went about it.
5: Yeah, I mean that was a lot. The way I so we were gone at that point, but watching that And just his reaction. I think he just came off of the win. He got his goal score. He knows he's pretty much set to make that final. Mm -hmm. I think he was just the excitement. But, yeah, that was was a dickhead move. I felt really, really bad for Big T, honestly.
2: Yeah. Did you feel bad leaving Nani? Because I know you guys got so close this season and then, you know – yeah, obviously, you see the rest of the episode where she's just, like, sad and really still missing you. I mean,
3: she lost it, Josh. You didn't see it. I told you about it later. But she was like, no, I know how it feels when you lost Tori. I'm like, yeah, you feel like you're missing a limb. Aww. Because
5: yeah, I think yeah. you were oh, the yeah. only Nisa person she
3: really trusted.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. I think, yeah, Nisa was going through it when you left. Bad oh, I too. love you, Nisa. Like, yeah, it was pretty I'm bad. Still going through oh, it. We were all heartbroken when you left. It was tough. <laughs>
2: Oh, I love um, you guys.
5: <laughs> but, but, yeah, with the Nani situation, me and Nani just have such a good friendship, and I feel like we have such a good bond as a team that watching that, I mean, it was kind of sad seeing her upset like that. I didn't know she got like that, but um, I- I'm proud of her, man. I think Nani's so underrated, and she's such a good competitor, and she has so much heart that, like, whoever she mm-hmm. ended up with, I think she's going to do good and, and, and do well in a final. So I just want to see her make that final this season, which, you know, hopefully she does.
3: Yeah, we're all trying to make that final, Josh. We're all trying to get there. You
2: know, I'm on this. I need. I
5: want this final so fucking bad.
4: You want to run a? You wanna
2: run a final until you fucking get there. Actually, I'm gonna be honest with you, Josh Martinez is one of the has one of the best workout ethics I've ever seen in my life. Every time he and Josh work out together, he's always like, All right, let's go. Next one. I'm like, Josh, we only
3: started yeah. breaking ten seconds ago. He's like, next rep, no. I'm oh, like, Jesus Josh. Like, Tori, you're the same way. Let's do fifty burpees. No, Tori, we need to be able to hold, like oh. maybe pull our pants up tomorrow or brush our hair <laughs> or brush our teeth. You guys are the same yeah. person. Shut yeah. up. When it comes I to love, working out, love, you both suck.
5: <laughs> yeah, I love training with Tori. She's so fucking... I mean, I probably have one of the best workouts with Tori than some of the fucking guys in the house, honestly. Like, she yeah. trains so we hard. And we, we feed off of each other, so we motivate and push each other, and I love that. And, yeah. you know, I think that, like, that's a cool thing, too, that, like... It, well, it's a little frustrating because you guys see that side of me. You see how I train. You see... You guys know... When we're when we're competing, that like I can go with endurance and distance and all that stuff. but Yeah. Within like the challenge, the past few seasons, I feel like I really haven't been able to prove or show that, especially in eliminations, because it hasn't been something that like, you know, to my strength, like a head banger or something like that. You know, right, I'm holding, yeah. everything that I go into is some. I'm not gonna say. Janky But I don't know Another word It's like some shit That I'm not gonna Fucking you know Really show my skills in So it's it's frustrating totally. Y'all know
2: It's just something You can't train for It's like
3: Like when am I ever Gonna go outside And pull over A whole thing of crates And then take the balls And throw them through shit yeah. Like you're never Going to be able to like Hey can you train To stand up here And answer trivia No <laughs> yeah. I actually can't These are things You're never gonna do So the training that We all have done And especially you Josh Cause I always see you running Is built for a final yeah. If that's even what the final's going to be. Because, you know, they were in snow one time. I mean, there could be snow in this. You never know. Yeah. So even if you do train, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think it's more disappointing when you've put in so much hard work and effort. Sure. Mm-hmm. Than yeah. if you just show up like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. I think that makes a difference. But training, I mean, like I always say, you see some of the biggest, most, you know, six-pack having athletic dudes fall
4: mm-hmm. and women.
3: So, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, Josh, it wasn't your season right now, but you never know. But you did win something this season. Yeah. Your first fucking elimination.
5: Thank God. Your first elimination
3: oh, win, Josh. Tell me how that felt.
5: Oh, so good. I feel like I won the whole damn thing if you didn't see that. <laughs> <We celebrated>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, that. Listen, even like even them like <sighs> laughing and fucking trying to play me and all that stuff, it was funny. Them balls were heavy as fuck, to be yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Um and and they were much heavier than yours. They said, but y'all yeah. made it look so easy, both of you. That like I <laughs> I got up there, it was a struggle, but I, I was happy, man, and it felt good. I think that like just getting that first win feels so good, and I think that now I've with losing and getting the criticism and people talking shit, it's just taught me to not give a fuck. And now I got nothing to lose, so when I continue to come back. I'm going to work my ass off and I'm not scared to go down into elimination anymore. Like when my first few seasons, I, there was no way I never wanted to go down in the sand. And now I've gotten comfortable with it. Like Mm -hmm. now all I got to do is I got nothing to lose. It's like show up and, and do my thing and compete. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I just think like with, with failing and like having, you know, these seasons back to back where like I haven't made the final, it's like, it's made me more hungrier. And like, I've just been so motivated by I don't know if staying motivated by like my L's, my losses, but yes. like, like, yeah, yeah of just, it, it makes me want to work harder and just to prove myself and yes. to myself that Josh. I can make it to the end. Success
2: know? is going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Every single time you get down there and you there lose, you,
5: go. you
2: pick yourself back up, you put yeah. yourself in the gym and you give birth to a fucking medicine ball. I've seen it. I've seen it on your IG. You ain't ain't fucking with these people Uh anymore. I can't. I can't wait to see what else you bring. Like, obviously, hopefully, nobody knows if we're all going to be back for another season. But if we're all back there, I just know everybody that we're talking to in our close circle is working so hard to not prove to them anything to anybody else but to themselves. And that's what I love about what what you exude. You just you're proving it to you. You're out in the gym for you. You're like, no, I got to I got to do this for me. And I love that. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So looking into future seasons, like, how do you feel? like you're evolving or would you ever like consider changing the style of your game? Like what happens when you lose personally and, and what changes do you want to make when you go back?
5: Oh, a lot. I think that obviously a lot of the things that I've done hasn't worked out for me within the game. And I think one of them being my temper and just losing control of my emotions. It's really hard for me in that game. You know, a lot of people at home watch and, and we get, shit on on the internet but they don't know how hard that experience really is unless you've been through it and you guys have done so many now that you get it and but it's hard it's hard and i'm on my fourth season i i I spiraled i wasn't in a good headspace um and and just the toll like the pressure that i put on myself constantly to compete for my family takes such a toll on me every single season um it amplifies everything's more amplified in the game and i just think going into future seasons just controlling my temper and having better control of my emotions like i wear my heart on my sleeves it's hard for me to control it i'm just going to be honest i'm going to own it it's, it's fucking hard especially in the, in that environment yeah. but yeah. i think if you, in the future seasons that's something that i just need to keep in lock because it does affect my game it does affect my relationships in there and it does put a target on my back for no reason
2: yeah well i mean you know listen we had that moment where ct basically was like yeah he said it earlier in the season well not actually not too many episodes ago he was like I was making rookie mistakes until my fifth season and CT did not win his first challenge until his tenth season so there's so many lessons to be learned along along the way and you just have to continue to not lose enthusiasm every single time you make a mistake so just be easy on yourself because I mean you're amazing that's why you keep getting asked back even if there are people out there who troll the shit out of you which is so fuck them under- sp- literally Sorry. fuck them
5: <laughs> so, uh, no, fuck.
3: Josh Sorry. you will learn over time as I I've learned over two decades that what people say is not, you know, like my biggest thing, I can't control what people do, but I can control how I react to them. Mm -hmm. So they're going to talk shit all day about you, about me, about Tori, about Mm -hmm. something. And we're still asked to do this amazing, amazing show. Mm -hmm. So take it in stride, keep busting your ass and- know that like you are loved by tori and i which oh yeah and nani and that's the only thing that matters
5: <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so. helpful, no i appreciate that and, and and to be real with you it's so hard it's hard man i'm not gonna front and put up a front and be like oh this shit's easy dealing with all this shit or even like going in and competing every season and taking an l and you know coming back but i think for me it's like I've been through so much real shit in my life that like it's built me. I'm so grateful for my struggle before I got on TV because I'm, I feel so unfazed by a lot of shit and I have so much respect for all of you guys that have done this shit for years and, and, and are so open and real and just continue to come back like you to Corey, like all the people that have been kind of like made the show what it is now. I have so much respect because it's a hard industry and it's a hard thing to to deal with like, yo, like you gotta be fucking, you gotta have thick skin and just be mentally strong and not give a fuck to just continue to come back and do the show. Cause this audience is tough, you know? Mm-hmm. And the show's hard as shit. It's one of the best shows in the fucking world, but it is tough. It is hard. So yeah, I have so much respect for all of y'all.
3: Oh, we love you Josh. Yeah. So now that it's done yeah, and you're home, Yeah, it's done for you and you're yeah. home. What have you been doing? Like, what have you been doing on the off season and how do you train for possibly the next season?
5: Yeah. So honestly, I've been living my best life. That's <laughs> Like I've been,
3: <laughs>
5: I've been traveling. I've been training a lot. I've been in the gym probably five, six times a week, probably two a days, just working out, grinding, just getting my mind right
1: yes. more
5: than like, just, just getting my, keeping myself in a good space mentally because um you know obviously doing these back-to-back it does take a toll on you and and if i'm being real last season with total madness the hate fucked me up it put me in a hole like it really did and i was so so prideful not even prideful i was embarrassed to say that the hate cracked me like i was mm. i was in such a bad space that now it's like i've completely blocked all of that out i feel numb to it at this point it's crazy mm. but like Blocking that out, doing things for myself like spending time with friends and family, traveling, doing things that make me happy. I live mm-hmm. such a good life. Like my real life is so good that like yeah. I'm just focusing on that and just and just doing things to keep myself mentally, physically, and just spiritually in a good space, so that I'm going into the next one. If I do go into the next one, I'm mentally ready for whatever's thrown at me. So yeah, just taking care of me really—that's what I've been up to, and just yeah, enjoying life.
2: Good, and that's the real challenge of the challenge is dealing with the fucking show, you know? Yo. It's like it's assimilating into real life and allowing yourself to be a person because let's be real, all of the people that are talking shit on social media would probably be on the show doing the same kind of mistakes Yo. that we make and yep. not have the ability or the strength to deal with the criticism. So you should be proud of yourself and you should yep. go to whatever freaking island with a mask on that you want as long as you can do it as COVID safely as possible.
5: What? Yep, <laughs> I agree. Um, Go there in a
1: hazmat suit and
3: have a blast. (laughs) Full PPE. I have some gloves at home if you need some and some alcohol swabs. (laughs) I'm ready for the vacation, guys. I am ready. Let's go. Let's do it. So, Josh, you've played in some intense, intense challenges over the past couple of years. So, War of the Worlds, one and two, Total menace and Double Agents. Yep. Do you wish you could have competed in earlier seasons? Like, besides the ones that you've been in, because they've been really intense, the last yeah. couple
5: of them. Um, The one in Spain, the right before I got on, looked really... That season Vendettas? looked so sick. I think it was Vendettas, yeah. That season yeah. looked so sick. Spain is like bucket list goals where I want to visit... Um. I mean, I don't think the challenges were even that tough. I feel like when I got on, I don't know what the hell happened within production and, like, their team, <laughs> they just cranked it up to 100. Like, the shit we do now seems way more intense than, like, the past seasons. Um, but it, yeah. it also seems like y'all just had way more fun back in the day. Like, I wish I could go back to, like, the yeah. OG era of that time where, yeah. like... Y'all seemed so carefree. Didn't give a (laughs) shit. Like, social media wasn't a thing. Y'all were just generally having a good-ass time and, like, enjoying the challenges. Now it's like we're going to war every time you see TJ. Like, I'm ready to put somebody's head off. You know, and that's the element, that's the zone we all get in. So it's intense. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah, and... And you're so right. Like why it's, it was so much easier for the OG seasons to really just not be affected by how they were going to be portrayed because they didn't have to deal with the criticism publicly to their front door. Like Instagram's my door. You're knocking on my door when you comment on my page. So you're coming to my page. You're knocking on my door with some shit sometimes. So it makes me think about how I act on TV. And like, obviously it has its benefits. Of course you don't want to look like an asshole, but at the same time it does relate. Like it does take away some of your freedoms because now you're living in fear of how you're going to be portrayed. So go. I wish we could
3: go back to. Could you imagine me and you and Anissa on an OG season? Oh, no. that would have been a mess yeah. bring in the what, hot tub i, I would have two no, more partners for exes.
5: I, I was just watching i was just watching you on netflix nisi look at me being a fan right now uh I <laughs> on that, what's that season of Netflix that was in brazil oh
3: the duel was so fun the duel
5: if i could pick any season the duel that that should look like so much fun yeah, yeah.
3: Hell in yeah. Brazil, and i didn't what? give a shit
5: in brazil that's what that's wild. God, we still get to so go
3: to sick. some pretty amazing amazing places, but we also have to keep in mind that we have to keep up with Ninja Warrior and Survivor. And, you know, even though we are the first people to ever, I think, do these kinds of crazy shows, you know, we still got to keep up with the times. And that means yep. that we are just going to keep, keep up in the ante. But we've shown time and time again that we're capable of doing it. Yeah. And then sometimes incapable of doing it, but at least we give it a good try. <laughs> oh my god, Anisa.
2: Josh, we have one more miscellaneous kind of fun question for you. We yeah. ask everybody this because we got to know. That's so, good. if you could choose any athlete or celebrity to join the Big Brother alliance or just be your partner on a challenge, like I would pick Will Farrell. Anissa would pick some CrossFit guy that she thinks hot on Instagram.
5: But who would you <laughs> pick? Yo, <laughs> he's so He's in really good shape. Is, okay, so this... I'm going to be so real with y'all. This probably wouldn't have been my option if we had this interview yesterday. But I got to uh-huh. say this because it's so sick.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I know who he's going to pick. Do it, do it, do it. Fucking
5: Rihanna. Fucking Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Like, long story short, we run into Rihanna in the city. And she... It was... Me, Casey, and Fessy. She literally told us she's like, "Can I be part of the Big Brother alliance?" Oh, I almost, shit. I literally almost fainted. No. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Rihanna. First of all, you know who I am. Second of all, you're asking oh, me to be in the alliance." <laughs> like, she, guys, she's such a fan of the show, and she lo- First of all, she loves y'all. She loves the show. She says they watch her and eight. They oh. watch it every week, and that was just such a sick experience to meet such a Bro. big. Like she's a she's a big time, and like for her to watch our show, support it, love everything about. She said she would love well, to she do, the do it. Time. So I don't know. who – Yo, right? My should I, love for her to follow me, God. Rihanna. Damn it. Yo, so that I would I would say just because we just met her and it was surreal, and she's such a huge oh fan of the show and God. all of us, I would say Rihanna. But if I had to pick another person, I think um. God, that's so who wild. Who would I pick? Like, I think there's some athletes too that are big fans of the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I would pick, like, I don't know. I'm such a big fan of, like, A Rod and Jeter and people like baseball yeah. players that I grew up watching. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like one of those two, that would be sick. But I don't, you know, that's just me being a fan.
2: Listen, it's Dream World. I, Will Farrell would never do the show and he would probably be terrible at it. But at least, yeah. you know, people would enjoy him for comical relief. So you yeah. pick who you want. And yeah. well, my yeah, Instagram be, guy, Cody. That would, that's
5: actually a really good thing. Thanks, I'm a psycho. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Cody thinks I'm a fucking psycho now because people have been spamming the shit out of him telling him I want to yeah. eat his babies. I really just wanted to <laughs> possibly buy him a drink one day if he ever drinks and watch him do bar facing burpees. He's in well, such heck. good fucking shape. He did wow. like CrossFit games and he's just a regular dude, regular like schmeg with really oh, just God. really cute. Uh, so please too. don't think I'm weird, Cody. It's
1: just-
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh, man. I love you. And um, I love you too. I can't wait for the next time we can all be together. Hopefully, we can do Mexico part deux. Um, um,
5: we need to do Mexico. I just
3: think you're. I think you're amazing. I do think that. I think that if people got to see more of who you are, they would get it, and that some of us are just a little bit more emotional when it comes to these games than others. It just yeah. means that you're a little bit more involved in it. Some mm-hmm. people can just let shit happen and and be unaffected. We aren't those people. So um, no, no, maybe Tori is because she looks weird right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I hate you.
2: But um, I love you, Josh, I I and I thank you so much.
5: I love you guys, too. Thank you guys so much. And honestly, I am just want to say I'm very proud of both of you. I've told you guys this mm-hmm. off the podcast, but, like, everything you guys are doing and just continue to kill it, you guys deserve all of it. So yeah, I'm you, really proud and happy for both of you. So keep, keep fucking crushing it. Oh, you
0: oh made me man. Cry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> this is the
3: emotional podcast brought to you by Tori, and Eason, Josh.
5: Let's just fucking label it as the emotional cry. podcast.
3: <laughs> this is sponsored by Kleenex. I just, <laughs> no, Wait, is it? No. <laughs> it would be quite amazing really?
2: like, oh, my right they specifically reached out for your episode it was so strange
5: oh that's 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 love
2: I love you so much Josh it was a pleasure thank you yes. so much for coming on thank you Josh
5: on. bye thanks friends
1: L-A-S-I-K
0: LASIK.com
1: have a ton of questions about LASIK you're not alone
4: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: Oh, Tori, that was so amazing to have Josh with us today. He is such a sweetheart, and it was nice to, you know, pick his brain and see how he really feels about the challenge, about us. Yes. About the Oh, Anissa. I couldn't agree with you anymore, Queen Anissa. Thank you so much for being my co-partner through all of these amazing conversations. I wouldn't be able to do it without you. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like it is about that time where we are going to take a question from Mm. a lovely, lovely listener. Mm -hmm. And this one comes from our girl Kenya. Mm -hmm. Tori, what's the question? Okay. She says verbatim, with
2: all the estrogen in one house, I'm sorry, with all that estrogen (laughs) in one house, does everyone's cycle sync up? Like, how's the hygiene? I'm a germaphobe, so I'd be concerned about y'all. I'm dead. Like, first of all, she's not raw. I'm happy that people, as
3: viewers, they watch and they're like, hmm, it looks like it could get a pretty nasty in that house because yeah, it like, does. Yeah, like, what do they do on a final when they have their period? Is there like a quick, like, tampon machine that shows up? Out of you know? nowhere. Yeah, I wish.
2: Like... I remember the one time we were heading to a... a okay, I, this is disgusting. TMI, for sure. But I drank a matcha latte before I was going to a challenge. It was in total madness. Anissa, I had to go on the side of the road. I... I
3: was there. I looked at you You and were said, there. You were Where there. are you going, friend? <laughs> like... To take a poopy? Go. In the woods? But we, it we, is we, one of those kinds of things where, like, you don't have a bathroom on the bus and you have a two-hour drive, but... um. Kenya, to answer your question, I am Mother Moon. um, And if you come around me, you will get your period. So (laughs) just trying to tell you, like, if I have it, you're going to get it. The uterus is strong. So we all sync up. We're all emotional. We all Mm -hmm. run out of tampons. We've mm-hmm. all spent a lot of money getting them cuz we have to buy the organic ones and still trying to struggle to find out why we're still paying for tampons but that's going to we're going to save that for another time but <laughs> it's um yeah
2: i mean it's and it's even worse lot. because with And with the guys, like we had three bathrooms this season and there was multiple times when Anissa, you and I, one of us would be on the toilet. One of us would be on the shower. One of us would be brushing our teeth. One of us would be doing our hair. Like you had to share the bathroom. And so you're really kind of scrambling while you're in there because 30 people are sharing three bathrooms. So that's 10 person to one bathroom. Just do the math. Okay. And how many times have we left crap everywhere? And this leaves me. I want you to tell one of my favorite stories, the Nelson story.
3: You have to tell it. Oh, God. So sharing a bathroom, 30 people, three bathrooms.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Someone's always got a shit. Someone's got a pee. Someone's got a shower. Someone's always in it. Mm-hmm. I go in. It may or may not be that time of the month. Okay, it is. <laughs> I'm talking to Tori, per oh. usual, and Nelson comes up like, yo, I think you forgot something in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, Tori, did I did I not put my applicator in the trash like I mean red in the face so scared. I'm like Tori, it's my applicator Tori you gotta go check. Uh, mayday Mayday I need a I need a 20 on my applicator. I know I put it in the trash can. Oh where is it? God it was so funny because Nelson came
2: up to you and was like I found it in the bathroom and we really thought you were t- he was talking about the tampon like we were like no way he came up to you and said that and we thought he didn't know what it was turns out he thought right. it was something completely he he was talking about something completely different it but wasn't even Nelly it t-
3: wasn't even the applicator which was placed directly in the trash can like a civilized <laughs> person
2: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things that can go wrong in terms of just women hi, women's hygiene in the house and it's tough being a, a female on the on the challenge, especially during that time of the month. And every time, little side note here: every time I've ever ran a final, I've been on my period. Dirty Thirty was on my period. War of the World's Two was on my period. Just gonna throw that out there. So and
3: I get mine. I get mine usually the first challenge. So. Really? Yeah. It's like the stress. Yeah, just I, it I, out I beat your body. you on Dirty Thirty while getting my period it gave you that extra
2: strength that you needed that little oomph that and little took
3: me out that little push over the hill <laughs>
2: <laughs> you crushed me on that if, if anybody hasn't seen Dirty 30 go watch the first episode I talk shit on Anissa and then she smacks my ass go <laughs> That's the, not, and then I literally
3: <laughs> smacked her ass <laughs> so there's a lot going on Dirty 30 you know <laughs> it's a good they just do a transitional reel for us from then yeah. to now how oh, TNA be so became good. TNA <laughs>
2: Oh God! Well, Anissa, I love you. It's absolutely an honor being a co-host with you. And I, I just want to know where we can follow you, how we can support you, and is there any place that we can buy exclusive photos of you know maybe a a a toe or something along those lines?
3: Well, the toe thing you'll have to wait for, guys, because we are maybe gonna come out with some toe loving pictures of just Tori's toes, my toes, loving one another. Yeah, just just. To be continued, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Slide in my DMs, send me a question or some love. We all need it. I try to um, respond to as many as I can. Sometimes I get a little overloaded. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a lot. But I try and do my best. I'm only human. But I, I love you all very much and appreciate you all listening. Yes. Where, where can they find you, my little peach?
2: You guys can find me in the kitchen at 3 a.m. I'm usually eating cookies when no one's watching. Because if you're eating when no one's watching, the carbs don't count. Other than that, you can find me at underscore, nope, at Tori underscore deal <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Slide into my DM. Same thing. I try to reach out and talk to as many people as possible. But, you know, we get flooded sometimes. But I'm sending all of you guys love. We're so thankful for your support.
3: So be sure to watch new episodes of The Challenge every wednesday and then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on mtv's official challenge podcast